Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss, math professor at the University of Arkansas. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. So last week we had a fantastic uh, interview and puzzle from Frank Morgan, who's going to be here in a day or two. Two listeners wrote in the correct solution, Justin Craig and Bethany Bernoski. So thank you very much. And here is the rest of the interview. With us on the phone this Sunday morning, Frank Morgan from Williams College. Welcome back. Great to be back. Now, you left us with a bubble mystery, and before we talk about that, I want to ask you about uh, math chat. That's uh, oh. that's something you've been associated with in, in many different venues, right? That's right. Well, it started as a live call-in TV show. did a cable show here in Williamstown at Williams College, and then also when I was at Princeton for the year, I did the show there. And I had a student co-host. Students manned the cameras and did all the work preparing for the show. People would call in with questions, mostly younger people, Mm -hmm. and then we'd put those questions out as contests, and people would call in with answers and win prizes. What I'm going to just ask, what would be, say, a sample question that might get called into this television show, Math Chat? You know, I had great ideas, I thought, at the beginning, (laughs) but I found out that the callers had better ideas if I'd listened to them. One time, a young elementary school, about a third grader called in and said, how many days are there in 6,000 years? Mm. Well, that's quite a big number. So a sixth grader called in, he said, well, it's 6,000 times 365, and he gave the answer. And then a slightly older kid called in, and he said, well, he said, we got to remember the leap years. Every four years, there's a leap year, so we have to add an extra 1,500. And then an older student called in, and she said, well, you got to remember that every century we omit a leap year. You know that the year 1900 was right. not a leap right. year. So we have to subtract back off 15. Uh, uh, we have to subtract back off 60. Right. And then someone else called in and said, well, but every 400 years we add the leap year back in, so we got to add back in the 15. Which is That's the reason right. we had one in 2000. And we had one in 2000, exactly right, exactly right. So this, so that was kind of fun, and it led to things, other questions that no one understood. For example, why, uh, about how the year is actually longer than the calendar year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why we have to have a leap year to begin with. And so... Well, we, well, it's just trying to match up right. the calendar year with the actual year, with the Earth going around the sun and the change in the seasons and so on. And so there was a television show and then became a newspaper column. It's on the web. That's right. And then a book, the Math Chat book. So that's the current status. So you can still check out the, some of the columns by going to mathchat.org or the M- MAA website, the site of the mathematical Mathematical Association of America. Great. Now, our own math chat here involves bubbles. Right. So you posed a puzzle last week. The puzzle last week about the double bubble, that shape you get when two bubbles come together. And the question is, yeah, you got a big bubble, that's spherical. you got a little bubble, that's spherical. What about the surface between them? Is it flat? Or does the big bubble push into the little bubble? Or does the little bubble push into the big bubble? And they all sound reasonable, right? Oh, they do. They sure do. You know, flat, minimize area. Right. Big bubble, that sounds pretty strong. Shouldn't that be able to push its way into the little one? 
But the right answer is that the little one pushes into the big bubble. Really? You can see this. You can try it. You can see it. And the reason is that there's more pressure in the little bubble. You know when you blow up a birthday party balloon, you have to blow much harder at the beginning when it's small and tightly curved. That makes sense. And then the pressure goes down as it gets bigger. Same thing with the bubbles. The little bubble has more pressure. That causes it to push into the big bubble. Beautiful. It is. Hmm. And can learn a lot of geometry looking at these bubbles. <laughs> and you and this works. I mean, you can just have one of those. I don't know, thirty-nine cent little bottles of soap and the little wand. And I buy a lot of them. <laughs> I give them away at Halloween instead of candy now. <laughs> well, many wedding receptions I've been to of late. Oh yeah, it's don't bubbles they, instead of rice. Stain the bride's re- A very a very happy feature of wedding celebrations. That's yes. right. So you're going to be speaking this uh, Thursday at. Uh, the Poultry Science Building at 7.30 Bubbles and Mathematics. And it's open to the public, so our listeners are welcome to come on down and check it out. Won't be too long, 7.30 to 8.20. And I think there'll be some refreshments afterwards, right. and everyone's welcome. That's right. 7.30 p.m., Poultry Science, and the uh, Don Tyson Center for Poultry Excellence, whatever it's. That's right. I think that's it. All right, Frank, we look forward to your visit. I can't wait. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Okay, great. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye.